and welcome to Pretend to Imagine, a holiday podcast with Tyler and Greg. That's right. This is our well. This, this is post holiday. This is podcast. our oh, it's our holiday podcast. Yeah. So we so tonight uh, we talk about how uh, how we did with respect to gifts uh, from the holiday season. No, no. See, there's two ways you can t- say how we did or how what we, we did, got. How we did giving gifts would be a wonderful thing to talk about, but that's not what we talked no, about. No, we didn't. We, we, we talked, talked about, about what, what we got, got which is very got. selfish because it's about getting, not it's giving. About, <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, so, uh, so we talk about that, uh, and, and, and uh, we, we, we discuss a lot of the, the funny little things uh, that, that I got, and the, the neat and cool stuff that Greg gets. Uh, we talk about uh, New Year's resolutions uh, and New Year's uh, traditions. We talk about the fact that I'm now middle-aged and hypertensive, which is not a surprise for anyone who sees the amount of salt I eat. And uh, then the, you know, the, the conversation bounces around a bit. It's it's definitely this is more of a conversational it's a, episode. Yeah, it's a post Christmas uh, post post Christmas chaos, chaos yeah. exactly. So, did you get a good haul? I got a great haul this Christmas. You did? I was very happy with everything. What did you get? Uh, I got uh, actually I got quite a bit. I got a lot of art books. Okay. So I got the art of the Dark Crystal. Okay. Um, I got the art of Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which means you have talked oh, out about yeah. at length, right? Yeah. So a lot of behind-the-scenes artwork, how it was all done, the models that they built, and they built a big model of the city. And that's all in the book. So I'm very happy about that. And then the surprise that I got that I'm super happy about is I got the um, the making of, behind-the-scenes of Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, nice. And yeah. I got the Blu-ray. So that's, I that's love, of all the Wes Anderson stuff, yeah. uh, the Grand Budapest is my absolute favorite. When people get angry, it's because they're afraid. <laughs> they're afraid they won't get what they want. <laughs> but that was a, that was a, that was a neat fa- you're gonna have to beep this out. Well, my favorite is when um, uh, what the hell is his name? Adrian Brody. He comes mm-hmm. down into the into the the big library room and he looks up where the picture's supposed to be and he goes, "What the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> was that boy with apple? <laughs> it's it supposed boy, to be boy with boy, apple. Boy with and apple. it's some kind of crazy drug. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that that was my favorite. One of my favorite lines. Yeah. So but, I, uh, I say so, that everyone's. So home. you got that uh, in uh, any any other uh, anything living. You got any living objects, living creatures? For, I got no the, living creatures. You got no none, living creatures. None. Okay. But I did get a because um, I I got uh, I got both an axolotl and a sugar glider. <laughs> no, you, you did not. Uh, so uh, I got and a, a pear tree and a in a, a, a pear an axolotl and, and a, a pear, pear tree. tree. Uh, no, so harmonize I, with me. Oh, you know what I got? Yeah, uh, I got two fire extinguishers. Did you? Yeah. That's actually uh, a good 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 thing to have. It really is because I have a new hobby of making um, fire. Doing make <laughs> that's my new hobby of making fire. <laughs> so you need that. Um, no, <laughs> that was very good. You I, like that? I, I've heard pretty. We don't usually compliment you on that, but that was <laughs> that was pretty good. So no, I, I have a, a two twin pack of um, fire extinguishers because I'm starting to do uh, metal work for um, oh okay for leather work. Yeah. Some of the, the metal fittings and things. Right. And I'm doing rings and, and loops. Do you, you have and like a blowtorch? So I you? have a little tiny butane uh, uh, blowtorch. It's the same okay. one that, that a chef will use to do like creme brulee and to, okay. to, to do these. It's a little tiny little thing. It's the same. It's like a glorified Zippo. Mm-hmm. But it it's as you can put it on the counter and you can hit the button and you can have the button stay clicked in the, Ooh, that's in the a little, flaming that, position that could be while I go and get make a sandwich or yeah the, the real thing is you put it down and you it's got this little foot on it and then you can put your work in front of the flame but you can also knock it over and it won't oh, yeah. go, it won't stop right so sure. i'm like i i don't want to burn my house down right so my wife got me i two, like your house i'd, I'd be sad it's if a it nice house right it's yeah. a pretty good house sure so uh we have the uh now we have the um fire extinguishers so that's nice 
And I got a Poe Dameron yeah. hel- helmet. Yep. Resistance fighter helmet. It's so nice. this is the Star Wars Black Series. It's super high mm. end. It's awesome. And I look great Does in it. Does it fit? It fits. It fits perfectly. It fits. Now, can you, can you use it as a, as a real helmet? Like if you're no, it has, hockey, it has no they, no, protective no protective value whatsoever. But it looks it looks dead on, like right from the prop was, quality, movie quality. Not really, but very very close. In our in our Pathfinder game, my, my character said, "We're all gonna die, but I got a helmet." <laughs> so you're gonna die last. I'm gonna die last. <laughs> my my head will be protected, but the rest of me, your head will die last. Um, that's good. That's good. You got but some some good. Uh, the last thing that I got was a um. Well, no, I'll tell you what my favorite things are in a minute. But my last the last. Thing that I got was a hurdy gurdy. Oh right, from a Kickstarter. We had talked about this, so we'll post a picture of it because it's fascinating. Yes, it's send a, me a probably pic- about sixteen inches long by about eight inches uh, wide box, so it's a fairly small, smaller than a shoebox. Yeah, and inside it are these um, pieces of you know uh, three uh, three sixteenths inch thick plywood. Yeah, and it's all laser cut. With all the parts, I, I remember you need seeing to this on YouTube. I believe you were the one who actually yeah, showed it, it to me. Yeah, it's three hundred individual parts and no gluing, so you've got to put this whole thing. It's like it's like putting together a three D puzzle, but in the end, you have this mechanical object that actually works that makes uh, music. Makes it, yeah. So, um, and it's it, no, it's a, no, wouldn't no, wouldn't uh, laser cut put it put it put it together yourself hurdy gurdy sound terrible oh yeah no 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 i don't care what it sounds like oh, okay that's so not you, the it point does, that doesn't well matter. it also wasn't terribly expensive um the sound is not why you're buying it you're buying it for the experience and the novelty and the beauty because it is it is quite beautiful it is it, yeah it has yeah, a lot okay. of detail and a okay. lot of filigree and things like that and but it, it is you know that's a really good point because it's a musical instrument where the music is like fourth, Not, third, or fourth yeah. on the list of why you own. Well, it's it. like we were talking about restaurants. You know, it's like, yeah. you, know, you go to this restaurant. This this place has great ambiance, amazing service. The food's terrible, but man, is it a great place to hang out? Yeah, you but know, you'd want to hang. You'd want to hang. You feel there, comfortable yeah. there, right? Yeah. So, um, well, that's that's uh, quite the haul. So, yeah. so I got I got this. Uh, oh, now, let's see. Let's see if you can figure out what this is. I know what it is. You know what? I'm gonna is. go use it right now. No. Yeah. No. I, okay. Now, do you have any scalp diseases? <laughs> do you have any scalp diseases? I don't have any scalp diseases. All right, diseases. well, I'm not going to. So, gonna, so I'm, he, I'm you have one it. of those. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, that's the stuff. So it looks like a Ooh. it looks like a whisk. Yes. Uh, except that the top of the whisk, all oh. of the all of the tines have been trimmed off, so they're all they all kind there of are like twelve tines. Yeah, and they end they they end and they terminate in these little balls, and then and you take it and you you kind of like kind of like pulsate it on your on your scalp and it it, it feels good Wait a minute. it's I'll, like physical asmr i'll be right i'll be right back stall do, 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 do. what are you doing uh, christmas I, gift I'm oh sure you, t- you know all about oh these. so this is a uh i got a merge cube i i do not know what this is at all first holographic object you can hold in the palm of your hand so it's some kind of a novelty object it comes it's app app enabled and it looks like a base and then it has some kind of a, of a it's, projector. It's, it's an augmented reality thing. I think you look at it through your phone. You look at it through your phone, and then you'll be able to see uh, some kind of hologram. 3D thingies. I think we ought to. I think we ought to put this thing together and uh, and make it work. You want to try to do that? Do you have? Uh, Wait, we, oh, well, let's let's do it for for next time because uh, you know we'll we'll. What do you think? There'll be a lot of reading and figuring. Yeah, we'll have we, to we, figure we, this right, out. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But this is of course, you know, definitely. Of course, un- as the editor of this podcast, I am the master of time and space. 
I can make time do whatever I want. You never let me forget it, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's not true. Okay, so um, so this is this is, sounds like I don't mean totally we'll, fun. We'll, we'll play with it. Yeah, we'll, some we'll kind of hologram. Oh, let me just read how it's got a little thing yeah. how it works. Visit Merge Cube to find fun apps that transform the cube before your eyes. Launch any cube app and then point your mobile device at the Merge Cube. Uh, tap the VR option, then slide your phone into virtual reality goggles. So yeah, so it is some kind of yeah, like it's a, augmented reality. Yep. Oh, 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 one more one. Oh, so uh, another thing that I have is um, I have the Sphero. I already have the Sphero BB-8, um, which is this very small, highly detailed BB-8 um, remote control uh, BB-8, and he operates like real, like a genuine BB-8 in the thing. And oh, I, really? I already oh, have really? that one. Whoa, 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 whoa! Now hold on, hold on now. BB-8 has like a head that's, I guess, magnetically or force field connected to his body. I mean, correct. Could, do we have that kind of technology? We do have that kind of technology. We really yeah. have that kind of technology. Yeah. What it is, it's basically. I'm blown away. It's a sphere, and inside the sphere, if you imagine a Segway. Okay. Right inside yeah. the sphere. Okay. Yeah. So, and the Segway has a very heavy weight at the bottom. So, as the Segway moves forward, it'll stay upright because it has this okay, very heavy sure. weight below right. it. Yeah. And it spins the it spins the sphere around it. Okay. If you then the Segway has a shaft. Yeah. And on top of that shaft is a magnet that is always towards the top of the sphere. Uh huh. And then the head on BBA is a separate device. Yeah. That has wheels on it and another magnet, and that will magnetize itself to the rod on the Segway on top of the sphere, uh -huh. but it has bearings on it. So as the Segway as the sphere is rolling, the head is always on the top relative to the Segway that's inside the, okay, the thing, I, I, you right? Know, so so that, that's the best way I can describe that's it. That's pretty impressive though. So, so there's the black BB, no, the black BB, I don't know, he's BBR7 or whatever he is, he's the black BB unit. He's the from, mean B8. The mean BB8, the panhead, yeah, yeah. he has the flathead. Right. So I got one of those uh, a jerk BB8. Uh, this year as well, yeah, yep. So what is this? Tyler's handing me, um, it is. <laughs> you like that? It's some, oh, Mark Hamill does the voice. Yeah. Ron Perlman, Mark Hamill. Handel. Mark Handel. Mark Hamill. That's the discount Mark Hamill. Yeah. Uh, it's Mar uh, Ron Perlman and Mark Hamill and Christopher Plummer, Howard Lovecraft and the Undersea Kingdom, an imaginative adventure about H.P. Lovecraft and his famous monster Cthulhu. Exclu inclu in excludes. It excludes. No. It includes exclusive interview with star Jeffrey Combs. And this is sort of like H.P. Uh, Lovecraft as a child. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Because Cthulhu has jumped the shark at this point, and, and we're now making children's movies and children's books. And oh, and by the way, my friend Kyle, Kyle, if you're listening to this, uh, I noticed that Callan, your son, in fact, has a baby stuffed Cthulhu, uh, which is just you know, as you've I like noted it, it, and you're angry about and it. I'm angry about. I I was into this before it was cool. <laughs> you're you're a I'm, I'm Lovecraft a Cthulhu hipster. hipster. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, this looks fun. Yeah, I think it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna watch it. We'll do a little, little quick review. Uh, apparently, it's the second. There's two. There's a, there's yeah. another one. Yeah. Uh, so um, so that th those are some some fun things I got. Um, I got a real neat uh, speaker system, which mm -hmm. I think I showed you. Oh, the, the Bluetooth speaker system. Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. So that's actually really cool. Got some nice uh, nice clothing and uh, so pretty pretty good stuff. Uh, and I had a little minor victory. Uh, I'm now a published. A dad. I'm now a published. Oh, sorry. Uh, a published writer. A, a published writer. Yeah, because I sent oh. in. I sent in a word to Urban Dictionary, oh. and it got accepted. <laughs> I think everybody gets accepted to Urban Dictionary. I got accepted. What did you, what did you put in? Toilet Santa. 
Toilet Santa? Yeah, Toilet Santa is a person who repeatedly buys you thoughtless or cheap gifts. <laughs> so Aunt Martha, Aunt, Martha, Santa. Aunt Martha got me another Chia pet. She's a freaking Toilet Santa. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm very proud of that. Uh, that's very good. That's so, an achievement. It, it is an achievement, yeah. It's I, I've never been more proud. Yeah, yeah. I actually submitted another one called Wed Lockdown. Wed Lockdown? But they didn't, they didn't accept it. Um, it's uh, Wed Lockdown is when uh, you want to go out with the boys, but... You can't because you're married. Oh yeah, you're on yeah. red lockdown. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, that that one did not get accepted. But toilet Santa, please so try to use it. In, they, so they they're vetting the the entry. Oh yeah, thing? yeah. You have to send it in, and they uh, they have like a, a panel read it, and they decide whether it's uh, okay or not. They're actually very clear. They're like you can't have in jokes. I imagine you like a have, like a, a row of like a, a, a counter with all microphones on it. Yeah. Up high, like eight feet high. Yeah. And everyone behind the the counter, they're all wearing suits. Behind it is like a star. Behind it, it's, like it's, a, a, it's a giant screen map of the world. Yeah, and then on front of the counter is this giant, giant kind of Eldritch logo, kind of strange, yeah. strange thing there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how the, that works. There's also a black BB-8 with a flat head. Yeah, it's one. It's one of the. It's one of the things. Yeah. So, so uh, the last thing that I got was uh, my wife uh, gave me a little gift certificate that says she's going to go clothes shopping with me. Now that <laughs> that's some, a gift certificate. Some people think that that's you know oh, strange pain, or not strange. I love it because I'm colorblind. Okay. So I when I buy clothes alone, yeah, it's, it's black, toys. it's gray, or it's blue jeans. Those are the three. Those are, that's it. Black for me gray, to get yeah. color get colors, it starts to get very strange for me because the shirt I. I don't know if, it, if I can wear it with this hoodie or this thing is going to go with that or this shirt's going to look good with this T-shirt. It gets very complicated Did, super quickly. You know, C.J. Chera, uh, a well-known science fiction writer back in the 70s, actually wrote a book that had colorblind aliens in it. They were called the Kif. They were, they were kind of nasty characters. And the Mahend- They're angry because they're colorblind. And the Mahendosat, which were the big trader aliens... When they first met the Kif, sold them the worst clashing color. The the just they looked like a bunch of idiots, and everyone laughed at them. That's and they were f- so angry. All they do now is buy black cloaks. That's my That's fear. It. Black That's cloaks. my fear. Yeah, I've gotten caught out out in public like, uh, Greg. You, I don't know if that's really Folks, what you I, meant. I want to point out that right now, Greg is wearing a gray sweater with blue jeans, and underneath it is a gray, greenish T-shirt. Yep. And that's basically it. That's so, as complicated as yeah, I go. Yeah. Otherwise, who knows what it could be. I go be. off the rails and I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. At some point, not tonight, but I, I want to have a discussion with you. How do you do toy design being colorblind? So that, that's that's We won't do it tonight. Because fa- so I, I have to ask We about should this. talk about that because I, I, I have a whole system that I use to, to, to right, do that. Right, and, I, it's, and I can it's, talk about it, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, definitely something that uh, we'll, discuss, uh, we'll discuss later. So welcome to middle age for Dr. William Tyler Smith. Oh yeah, I've been there. It's good. Yeah, I I now have high blood pressure. Oh congratulations. Yeah, I've I've arrived. Couldn't have happened to an nicer guy. Yeah, I've arrived. And so so you you, you folks may remember in previous podcasts the the salt halo. Oh, you know, there's there's, a, there's some fries in front of Dr. Smith, and and then within a few minutes you hear this horrible shaking, quaking noise, and and he. Now you he, never see it. I don't see it because I leave. Because you leave the. Yeah. So what happens is he orders the the French whatever the food he orders, and he he showers it with salt. You can say you like it's his job, and then he leaves to go home, and then after he leaves, the waitress, the rest of us, we hang around for you know an hour or so more. 
Yeah, she I, takes I his plate away, and there is this oval, perfectly clean spot where there is no salt, and clearly there is this spray of yeah, salt around it. Yeah. He uses so much salt that he's gave himself high blood pressure. It's it's well okay medically. Don't you, you can talk your way around this. Me, all medically, you want. the role of salt in hypertension is is less um, less than what we thought it was, but it's not good. Uh, so basically, potatoes are killing me because that's what I put the most salt on, and uh, I, I I I'm now languishing with blood. No 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 no. That's like saying food is killing you because you put salt on it. Well, well the salt it, is the is it, bi the bigger problem than the potatoes. Actually, it turns out carbs increase your blood pressure. But I don't think you're eating enough carbs. Oh, I don't know. Well, anyway, um, so so this brings us up into uh, what we were going to be discussing would be New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. uh, so unfortunately, Dr. Smith uh, here, and I've decided that Dr. Smith. You're going to call now, yourself Dr. Smith. Dr. Smith, Smith will now refer to Dr. Smith in the third person. Perfect. Okay. So, I love it. So when Dr. Smith got his blood pressure back, and I look, and Dr. Smith, he said, Dr. Smith doesn't need this. <laughs> oh, but anyway. Um, Yes. So I'm going to have to lose some weight. Okay, I'm going to have to lose some oh, weight. Oh, well, yeah. Because uh, weight loss, uh, if you have high blood pressure, sometimes just losing five pounds is enough to put a dent yeah, in but you, And you're only talking about moving like five or eight pounds. You're not talking I, about I, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, like, you know. I'm not that heavy. I mean, I, but I think if I lost a good five to seven pounds, there might be a significant dent. So to that end, I'm going to be stopping eating sweets. I'm going to pull back on my carbs. What are you going to replace it with? Sorrow, wood chips, and crying, and uh, Weedabix. Yeah, <laughs> Weedabix. That's your that's your go to material for whatever. But but yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, what am I gonna do? I gotta do it. You know, it's it stinks. And and like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this weird week, holiday week. It's neither Christmas nor New Year's. You're just in this kind of yeah. limbo, you know, and you're still eating all the crap. And uh, so what? So you no. Know, what is your what is your actual resolution for the new year? Well, I, that's one of them. I mean, resolutions to lose uh, about five pounds. I, I've got a couple other resolutions, though. I'm mm -hmm. going to stop my nun beating. Oh, nun, yeah. That, yeah I, the, I've been meaning the, to talk to you about the that. Nun, yeah. The nun beating has to go. Uh, I'm going to stop going into downtown Providence at 4 a.m. Hookers? No, 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 no. I'm gonna, what I do is I have a can of red spray paint, and any building that I don't like the architecture of, I write condemned on. <laughs> I just... <laughs> You know, I just, you know, like like the Blue Cross building, <laughs> condemned. <laughs> there are there aren't too many bad buildings in Providence. Are, no, are there? I mean, there's those, there's those apartment buildings near Water Place Park that are very uninspired. Oh, there's totally you know, uninspiring. It's just a very boring looking. They're piece this of close to being like like. Low-income housing or some kind of uninspired, just, they just, they're just generic. They're just industrial-looking. You know, they don't look like. Much. So anyway, they, those are getting my my spray paint treatment. Uh, and then um, uh, there's the things I do with uh, with vegetables. And you know what? Uh, that's I, not appropriate just, for this, just, this podcast. No, it's not. I mean, I fry them. I cook them. I. <laughs> what an anticlimax. Uh, what about you? Do you have any uh, any good? No, uh, no? none. None. Uh, I am. I, you're I not. You're not on a journey I, to self betterment. I'm on a perpetual journey for self betterment. I don't normally take January as an opportunity, as an opportunity to, to kick to, off uh, in high gear or whatever. But I'm perpetually trying to lose weight and constantly learning, and you know, I meditate intermittently and I do different things. Um, but I don't really I look think, at January as an I opportunity. I think what like, you should do is, I think a, a resolution is to try more fish. No. Just try, no. try, you know, you got to start, no. at, fish is good for you. No, but. Um, it's full of omega, th omega-3 fatty acids. Fat, f farty acids? F not fatty acids. Fatty acids, yeah. So, you know, that Meg and I are going to uh, Norway. Norway, in, yeah. In June, and 
and I, I here for sure. Dried, dried uh, we talked about this last time, right? Yeah. Dried cod is the yeah. it's, car, it's the currency over there. My well, boss, my boss goes. I think they land the plane on, did on, you dried, ever read, co- on did you, dried cod. Did you ever read the cod book? No, I read the cod book. It's a book about cod. That's all it's about. It's cod. Why? Why? I don't know. Somebody gave it to me as a present. I think my my ex girlfriend Jen gave me this book, the cod book, and so I read this book cover to cover, read the whole book. Okay, and it's about the history of cod. But there's some interesting things about cod. Did you know that the Basques knew about George's Bank for like centuries? Not centuries, but for decades, they knew. They had gone across the ocean to George's Bank before Columbus, before any, well, maybe not before the, the Swedes. So but, where is George's but, Bank? So George's Bank is is a fishing grounds that's off the coast of Boston, hmm. okay? And, uh, you know, it's several miles out to sea, but these, the Basques knew all about it. And they didn't tell anyone that they knew about this because they knew there was land there. They they made landfall there because they, they didn't want anybody muscling in on their cod. That was the whole thing. And they talked about how Iceland, like, you know, Iceland basically just survived on cod for all these years. And that's why they're the way that they are. And they talked about all the different ways of catching cod. You know, know, they used to have these cod lines. It was just this line with hooks on it. And you drag it through the ocean and you drag it through a school of cod and you'd snag all these cod and you just pull the line in. That was like one way that they used to hunt for cod. It's not very fair Um, to the cod. Well, it's not. I mean, really, the fair is just a fishing pole. That's fair, you know. But anyway, um, yeah, so you know that in Cape Cod, yeah. In Massachusetts, uh, they have a lot of cranberry bogs over there, which is in, 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 in Cape Cod. Yeah, and my mother was telling one of my family members from Florida when they came up that the reason why they call it Cape Cod, yeah, is because of all the cranberry bogs. <laughs> and no one corrected <laughs> her. Okay. They just that said, there is oh, no connection okay, between those two things. Is there, is there a Cape Scrod? I don't know. Uh, that's that, Scrod, by the way, is baby cod. Is it really? Yeah, that's what a baby, a baby cod is a scrod. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, a whole book on on cod. Very, very strange uh, kind of thing. Oh, and actually, you mentioned cranberries. Uh, a little cranberry trivia: cranberries are only sold in the United States. Cranberry juice only Americans eat it, drink it. Well, uh, in in Finland and in the in the in the uh, northern Europe, they have lingonberries, which is very, very similar to to cranberries. Did Did you ever see lingonberries smell like? Oh, never mind. I don't know I'll what you're talking it about. Um, it's a, it's a uh, Mitchell and Webb look. Oh, skit. Mitchell and Webb? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Folks, uh, oh my folks God. What, no. what I want you to do, go on go on, on YouTube and look up Mitchell and Webb Lindenberries and just watch that. We can't actually do it on the podcast. Linden trees. Linden trees. Sorry, Linden, Linden, trees. Linden trees. Which is Linden different trees. than Lindenberries. Right, right. It's, it's a yes. Linden tree, not yeah. a Lindenberry. Okay. So if you like Mitchell and Webb, yeah. uh, uh, not appropriate for this podcast. Oh, and that's a bad miss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, so lingonberries are like little cranberries, and they serve them with every meal over in. So, does it? When you go does, to, it, does it but, taste like a cranberry? Is it I think similar? it does. I don't really yeah. eat cranberries that much. Like just cranberries, I eat cranberry juice. I find but them way too bitter. If you go to uh, IKEA, when you go to the end to check out, and they have like the the, the food section yeah. near the registers, you can get lingonberry, like a jar of lingonberries there. Because they sell Swedish stuff. Because they sell Northern Europe. Yeah, Swedish stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the Swedes actually eat those awesome hot cross buns you can get at, uh, or is that just for Americans? Why wouldn't they? Well, I don't know. Do you think they, they're making the them cinnamon for- buns. You know, the cinnamon buns, the, the ones that melt in your mouth and go straight into your arteries. God damn. You know what? I can't eat these things anymore because <laughs> my off, heart's about to explode. You're off your diet already. Uh, you, you, haven't even, you haven't even tried yet. Oh, God. No salt, no sweet. I might as well just die. Yeah, no, no, no. 
terrible. Just so, uh, yeah, IKEA. You know, I have a did I do you know I have a friend who's afraid of vegetables. <laughs> yeah, they, they 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 find vegetables. Well, I'm not so sure that they're afraid of them, but they find them so loathsome that they don't even want to look at them. Well, they find vegetables loathsome. Well, I mean. I find some vegetables lo- loathsome. Well, yeah, they're okay, slimy. Sure. They they don't taste very good on their own. Yeah, like carrots. They don't. I love car- carrots. Carrots is like the I'm one kidding. vegetable that that most people kidding. can carrots agree upon. Like the most inoffensive. So um, unless you see them unwashed, in which case they're kind of grody. But you know, they're they're kind of and they get those little tassels at the end of them when you first dig them up. You know, they're not uh, carrot tassels. Fleshy, fleshy cashed carrot tassels. On them. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what are you talking about? So yes, but um, uh, yeah. I actually I have to say I, I rather uh, we were at our uh, friend uh, Michelle's uh, house for uh, for uh, friends Christmas. We and, were. Uh, I got to say uh, the Brussels sprouts were amazing. I didn't have any. You Brussels didn't have sprouts. any of the Brussels sprouts. Oh no. my god, they're so good. I mean, it, Brussels sprouts are weird. I mean, they're they're kind of you know as as uh, Frank once said, you know, these are Brussels sprouts. They are nature's turds. They taste like turds. <laughs> but my but boss at works is if, if you cook them wrong, they taste like they they taste like feet. Yeah, well, no, they sort of taste like broccoli to me. I don't know about I don't know about you, but I I, ta- I feel they taste vaguely broccoli. I think you they, and they're the vegetable that must be cooked to perfection. Yes. Either way, and you've you've got a different different taste. It's not worth eating. You know what I have no use for? What's that? Squash. Squash. I have no use for squash. Summer squash. It's just this weird tasting mass that you chew. It's just I have no interest in squash. Sorry. I'll never serve it to you. Thank you. That's it. You can count on that from me. Yeah, because I'll tell you what. If you keep the squash away from me, I'll keep the fish away from you. I don't think you're going to be able to do that. That's a, that's a battle, a battle that I might that well, I that, that, continue that, for the rest of my so life. Basically, you go through like surrounded by fish. They're, they're all trying. To I get live a, in New get, England. They're trying to get a piece of you. I had, uh, I had the uh, the clam chowder tonight. Uh, we went out to dinner and then just, I just the look on Greg's face. Just, are you going to eat that? Do you have to eat that in front of me? You, that's what I said. Do, do you have to eat that do, in front of me? Do you like that? Oh, but then, but then me and you. No, this goes back to what we talked about before. We're in the in the restaurant, McBride's. Yeah, which is interesting. I, we may have talked about this before. It's interesting in and of itself because it used to be the gar- a garage. Yeah. Uh, now it's a restaurant, but that garage is attached to a funeral home. Funeral home. Yeah. So now the McBride's Irish pub is connected to the funeral. Yeah. Home. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I, I think the funeral. The funeral home is like, hey, look, we'll just, you know, you'll just cater the wake at McBride's. Win-win. Yeah. You know, but uh, I don't know. Well, the thing was, I think at at the time uh, when you were a funeral home, you had to have a garage to fix your cars and to store your yeah. your your hearses. Now they don't do they they have a different. I don't know well, where they, store, I, I, I they do, do know, it differently now. I they do. Uh, I know there's been some problems at McBride's uh, because of the funeral home. I, I heard that the the uh, they use the McBride's freezer to put some bits. Some some bits in there that they they didn't ask permission or anything. Just walked in one night and put some bits right in the McBride's freezer. Tyler, <laughs> no. So, um, <laughs> but folks, so we go there. I, I am kidding. Okay, we go, we go into McBride's and the whole place stinks like fish. Yeah, it really. And did. you eat you eat fish. Yeah, it was and, it was strong. And you're wrinkling your nose. I was like, I was surprised. I mean, somebody here ordered that fish, smelled it, and slurped it all down and loved it. And I, I, I mean, that's what I don't understand. I'm well aware that that part of the ambiance of a restaurant is the smell. Don't laugh. There's there's oh yeah there, yeah, yeah there can be like a bakery has that baking bread smell. Yeah. An Italian place you smell the sauce. You know it's 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 part of it. But to, for someone to order an entree that literally stinks up the joint. <laughs> 
you know, you really gonna have to sort of rethink that because I mean, other people's dining experience is suffering because you got the stinky waffle or whatever the hell it is. You know, we we were at a place I don't think it existed. It was called Chef Hose on Federal Hill one night. We we were we were having a great time. I love it? Chef Hose. Oh, so it does still exist. Well, I, I, it does. I have to tell you, so we were there. And it was great. We were having a really good time. We got like the all appetizer dinner and you know, all these things were coming and it was great. You know, they, we were just sharing and stuff. All of a sudden there's this young couple sitting across from us. They bring out this thing. It's sizzling on some sort of hot plate. It's sizzling. It smelled exactly like roadkill. And everyone in the place stopped eating. And I, I put down my lo mein and I just looked at it. And the two of them had this look of stricken horror on their faces as this guy places this plate of apparently steaming hot roadkill. So did they know it was roadkill? I, I don't they, know. They, I have no idea. Were they upset? They that, looked very upset. They, looked, they, were, they looked, were they upset because of the, of the food they ordered or were they upset with the, the reaction that they I, caused? They, them that probably was part of it because everyone in the, in the place was just like, was just petrified at that point. Like, what is this? What is? What would you order that smells like it's been standing, sitting on the blacktop flat with flies on it for the past three weeks? It was. Anybody really knows bad. what that might be? This what kind of? This is just like a regular Chinese. It's a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like, but but again, I you know, I I I don't know if it. You know, it's always tricky because you know you got to realize that the American cuisine isn't the only one. There are other cuisines in the world, and and they may not smell the way we were conditioned or brought up. Uh, to well, the, those uh, those I mean, traditions are wrong. Yeah, well, they could be. I mean, what about that uh, that uh, pickled herring that's buried in the ground that the Icelandic no. people eat? No, and it smells so bad you can't even leave the jar open. You basically you take it out and stuff it in your mouth as quickly as possible because you'll stink up the whole room. No, nope. you know, so no, not on your list. Not on your New Year's not a, not res- a, resolution to try. Not list. on my watch. Not on your watch. or on your plate. Thank you for listening to the Pretend to Imagine podcast with Tyler and Greg. Thank you, Santa. And yeah, thanks, Santa. Thanks, Santa. And thank my wife. Thanks everybody who got me gifts. Now, did, now and and again, you didn't you didn't experience any toilet Santas. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, toilet, toilet, no toilet Santa. No toilet Santa. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Everything was good. I I'm got all 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 good stuff. Uh, let me, hold on. Let me take one moment to think. I don't think I got anything that I was like. Oh, oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks. thanks. No, yeah. I got nothing like that. Everything okay. everything was great and, and everything was very well appreciated. Um, I did get tickets to see Something Rotten. Oh, that sounds terrible. No, it's a it's a play, um, a comedy play. I think it's a Tony Award winning play. I think it's a spoof on Hamlet. Oh, okay. So sure. I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll report back on that yeah, yeah, sometime yeah, in the future. I want to hear. So I got tickets to that for my sister-in-law, yeah. so I'm very, very excited about that. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's it. All right. So uh, enjoy uh, your presence, everybody, and uh, we'll we'll see you after the new. Year. We'll see you next year. Yeah, like be extra safe and yeah. uh, and enjoy uh, New Year's Eve. All right. This has been another episode of Pretend to Imagine. For questions or comments, please email us at podcast at pretendtoimagine.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretend to Imagine. And visit our website at, you guessed it, pretendtoimagine.com. Produced by Tyler Smith and Greg Fisher. Web design and tech support by Small Hall Studios. Audio by Mitch Myers. Music by Greg Fisher. Editing by Tyler Smith. Please check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. And give us a five-star rating if you enjoy our podcast. Thanks, and happy pretending.